name's Sue Marin Bailey and I'm from Edgehill University. I'm a lecturer in the business school and I'm also a fellow through the Solstice e-learning settle. And my name's Shirley Hunter-Barnett. I am also from Edgehill University and a lecturer in the business school and I am also a fellow through the Solstice e-learning kettle. And what we're going to talk to you about today is our experiences of using audio feedback. I'm going to look at it through the viewpoint of the context, what our expectations were and the realities, the benefits we think this has brought and any challenges that arose, also the interest of our colleagues across the institution and how this has brought about the transformation process. So firstly we're going to actually talk about the description of our context. Right, so we're going to start with our journey to date and that started with the use of audio to enhance the feedback process to undergraduate students. As module evaluations and the NSS survey determined feedback was a key area for improvement. Then we really need to actually look at our expectations, what we felt from a technical, a pedagogic and also a cultural viewpoint. So for the technical aspect, um, the chosen technology we thought should be straightforward. And in reality, there was no evidence to suggest that the use of the technology, which was an MP3 recorder and a digital audio recorder in WMA format, differed in capturing and delivery of the feedback. However, there were problems encountered with one group of students and the, the problems were, were around the delivering of sound files to one particular group of students not using the university's VLE. This group of students used Moodle as a repository for their course information and any correspondence between the tutor and the student was through this alternative learning environment. When sending the feedback to the students, it could not be uploaded as there was a limit on the file size. An alternative method of delivery was therefore used via the university student email system and that carried out without any other hindrance. From a pedagogical viewpoint, um, at this stage we weren't evaluating through a pedagogical lens but due to the findings um, this will now form part of our ongoing research. At this stage there was no expectations other than it, it might take longer to produce then we really want to look at the realities and the reactions that we've actually had to what we've been doing. The, the students and tutors provided very favourable feedback to, to its use. However, there was a preference for both written and audio. In terms of the benefits? We can see that from the tutor's perspective that it was felt more information could be picked up from the voice rather than written comments. It was far more expansive and students felt that audio feedback was much better and informative than standard feedback and more points of interest were indicated by the tutors. And the challenges that we faced? This was mainly concerned with, with ensuring that everybody could receive, open and hear the sound files of information. And amongst our peers and colleagues, the levels of interest we felt? There's a, there's a high level of interest and there still is a high level of interest across the university with requests for symposiums and workshops to demonstrate and discuss our use of audio feedback. And overall in terms of our transformation... 
Audio feedback has emphasised the need for good quality, timely feedback. It is meant we use it more frequently, but also identifying target groups. Additionally, reviewing research potential for its use as a pedagogical impact. The sound files were embedded within an electronically submitted piece of work. This could, was either Word or PowerPoint. It was then returned to the students through either a VLE or the institutional email systems. Hopefully this has given you some insight into our journey using audio feedback. Thank you.